Hey everyone, I am Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to Docu Sweeties. We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docuseries. But through our own lens, honey, which I mean, listen, it can be whatever we're feeling and whatever we're tasting. And, you know, sometimes we're tasting a little uh, suspicion. Sometimes we're tasting, you know, a little uh, boredom. Sometimes uh, we want a fresh, we need a freshness on our palate. We need an amuse-bouche. We need a palate cleanser. But at the end of the day, we get dessert. And, and that, honey, is something mildly sweet. Hi! Hello! So today we're talking 90 Day Fiance, Before the 90 Days, Season 6, Episode 14, Dirty Dancing. Uh, hey, the time of my life. Ugh. Oh. And I never felt this way before. Is never felt. Sorry. Go ahead. sorry. No, I, no, I don't know what. I'm sorry. No, no, okay. Gino. Is this um, um, Nicola? Is this him dancing to her? Yeah, absolutely. He's, yes, he, he, yeah, this is the only time that like they straight up just like took a dialogue. It felt like they took him saying Dirty Dancing this one time in the season, and they were like, great, he said an 80s movie, let's make every title 80s movies. It like, right. I feel like the whole season was based on Nicola saying that, you know, romance, he knows romance, Dirty Dancing. He, honey, he knows how to touch women, Dirty Dancing, and he knows how to dance with women, Dirty Dancing. He knows how to seduce women, Dirty Dancing. He knows how to find their G-spot because of Dirty Dancing. So uh, he loves himself and some Swayze, and who doesn't? But I, yeah, let's start with them. Um, I have... L- I, okay, so literally, I'll just say this. Obviously, last episode, I was like, does Misha ever pray, honey? Like, you never get to see your pray. And then, like, they were like, okay, Chris, let's start with them, honey. Just stations of the cross. Let's, I mean, let's go through it. Let's literally, you know, this is what happened. Here he was, you know, go through go through all of the, of the trauma, the Jesus trauma on the road to Jesus trauma, you know, which is, you know, anyway. Um, <laughs> it's like, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, it's like, well, isn't there like there's historical sites where you can go on the like the ra- the underground railroad, right? <laughs> and it kind of is like you can go on the underground railroad. God, isn't there like isn't there? I know it's not a real it's, railroad. Just, okay, great. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a, that's like, I know. I don't think I know it. I know it. Like hey, Portia, this is let me. I know it. Let me. This is what I want to say. I was gonna try and make it a, and we'll do Philly this. And I was gonna try and make like a thing. Is like, so they is it like, you know, is there historical sites where you can go and see where people like, you know, like I'm I don't sure. know. Yes, I'm there is. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know if it's as specific as, you know, uh, maybe you like renting a cross or r- renting some like carpet baggers bag and like a fake baby. <laughs> like you just like put it on your, hold it in your hand and have your baby wrapped to your front and you're just like running in the middle of the night. No, I don't think it's that. So this for what, okay, let's back, let's back up. I know you saw what I try to do. I'm trying to make a, yeah, I'm trying. It's like a weird, like trauma journey. They go on with the cross. And I don't even know if I'm leaving this in, but it would be like being able to spend a night in Auschwitz, like for the fucking, like, you know, for, yeah, sorry, Auschwitz for the, for the fucking, you know, experience of what they went through. It's, I mean, listen, if the Catholics love it, I, okay, I love it. You know what I mean? Like, if this is what, this is like me going to, if in my former Christian days, like if somebody were to be like, Wahimev, let's go to this town in the South. Everyone's Christian. Everyone's super proud about it. The men aren't skeevy because they're good Christian men. The women don't judge because they're good Christian women. And everywhere you go, someone like talks about a Bible verse. There's plenty of, not only is it a bookstore, but it's a Bible bookstore with like church monopoly. You know what I'm saying? Like if somebody were to be like, Wahima. Catholicopoly? Or yes, just be Christianopoly? Yes. Christianopoly. Or- if there was something like that, I would have hightailed it there at the, in the height of my Christianity. I mean, like 97, 98, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Um, but anyway, so before they hey, even- say one thing? You kind of remind me of, even though you never watched Sister Wives, so you never knew Mary's, uh, uh, Mary has a child who now identifies as a man. And, uh, God, I keep forgetting this person's oh, name. I, I think it's like- trans? I thought they were just gay, a lesbian. 
Oh, well, we went on a journey. We went on yeah. a journey. Okay, we did. So, um, but that person, that 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 person, very early on in the very you know early stages of this of the seasons, was like the hyper, you know, like this is what you have to do, you know, like older sister. Would she be like just kind of like very? She was like the queen of you know the polygamy Mormon sect of like you know like thinking everything. You kind of remind me a little bit of that in this version of you that I, by the way, never knew. You know, yeah, I never, never I never, I never yeah. knew hyper Christian uh law. And you know, I never it's funny because I really was like, I guess, hyper Catholic because of how inundated it was, but I never like assumed I never like went around being like Jesus all the time. I just was. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's the that's the difference, I think, um than the way you and I practice. Like I was like, I want to tell all the good, the good news. You know what I'm saying? Like spread the gospel, like judging people, church every, you know, three days a week. I was church three days a week. So, um, so, uh, Chris put a note here. Yay. Some Catholic praying. And because that was, you know, because that's the whole thing is I like literally was like, they never do anything. And suddenly it was like, okay, honey, here we are. She's going to put the, she's going to put a veil on. She's going to go, you know, full rosary. Then I, you know, I, I, I dig a rosary. I actually have like, I have a fascination with rosary bracelets. They have these like gorgeous rosary bracelets and I love them. And I had the most beautiful one that I got from a festival. Don't worry. This is like a small story. And I was hooking up with someone at a Maronite convention, which like low key probably isn't the best. And heathen, you are an absolute, he broke it and (sighs) he broke it and it, and it broke off my, I mean, Jesus broke. I mean, you know, I really felt like a whore, uh, a slutty whore. Um, you were, let me tell you. And I loved every second of it. Oh my God, stop it. Okay, um, go so, so they're in the car and I could tell Nico, um, Misha's in a bad mood. She's being kind of pouty and fussy while they're in the car. Like, oh, is that the Dead Sea? And he's like, yes, Misha, Dead Sea. People come from around the world to see, you know, for the salt. And she's like, oh, oh, well, I guess it is beautiful. So she gets there and all of a sudden she's odd. She's no more fussy baby. But then she at this point in their journey is no longer interested in letting him be a man because he has proven to her that he cannot do it. So now she is the masculine energy and he's trying to regain it. And she's like, no, 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 no. You already lost it. So he's like, she's like, can I taste the salt? And he's like, no, Misha, don't taste it. And she gets down and like tastes it anyway. And I was like, Misha, gross, gross. Yeah, she wanted to taste the salt. And obviously she already wanted to taste it. To her own benefit, she never should have asked. You know, if she wants to taste the salt, she can taste the salt. And by taste the salt, she means lick sand, which is yeah. what she did. Uh, no, you know, she wants to lick sand. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't have to tell you. Some people do. Yeah. Um, so they rub like a mixture. Oh, go ahead. But you're right. She she starts to subtly, she's not, she gets, you can tell that she's whatever because she's not being able to even truly like sit in a, place of receiving and feel when he is trying certain things because he is he starts to try certain things and you can see her shooting him down well not really you're not this you know and in that part listen she's right of course she's right but you need this moment of grace to allow him to find it you can't because he's because everything has been a transition for him and he really wants to showcase this. And a part of this comes from him finding it in his pride. Anyway, it's, it's, but I think it's easier to watch that than have it happen. Go ahead. Well, I think so too. And I also think that at her seasoned age and she's just wanting somebody, even though she knew she had to be patient, I think it's one thing to know you have to be patient with somebody and then be patient with them when it actually happens. And so I just think that, she is now to the point where I'm like, and I was like that when she with the fishing too, when she was like, this is so easy. And I was like, don't demean what he does. He's really proud of this. And he doesn't think it's easy. So like, don't come over here and tell him his shit is so easy to do. Um, So (laughs) then they rub each other with mud mask before they go into the water. And he's doing this as something that's being sexy. And she's just like, uh, okay. Um, She says, go ahead. Yeah, because, well, do you think he's being like, she's just like, can you just do it like a little less like barbaric? Can you just like kind of like not be like a caveman about it? And I like he is funny because, he, you know, he's just like a bumbling like he doesn't. I, you can tell that he has not sat in a confident, secure energy touching a woman. I can't imagine him being OK on camera, actually in the present moment, even feeling her skin like because it is 
to touch another human when you don't get touched, everything is about it is very intense. And so I can see him try, almost like trying to just be like, oh, he put stuff on. And she wants him to be like soft about it, but he can't. And then so everything then becomes, you're doing it wrong. And not only are you doing it wrong, there's no chance you would even know how to do it right because you're such a, you're, you're a virgin. Yep. He is at a, he is at a deficit in this situation because of his lack of experience and her so much experience. Like it, it would just be hard, like, the, yeah, it would just be hard to date somebody that, uh, that naive. So then we move on to what we, Chris and I talked about earlier, which is they go to the first station of the cross. He, you know, get, calls a guy over, the guy gives him the cross and uh, he's like, I want to take you to the third level. And the guy... <laughs> who owns the cross bearing business tells the younger man, let him take it to station 10. Uh, I feel like he was excited about the cameras a little bit. So he takes it and he carries it. And he's like, Misha, Misha, would you like to carry And Misha's like, no, I don't think th that is too much. And I was all, yes, it is, it, it is too much. He's like in a, he's in a wet dream right now. And she's just like, Ugh. she's like, yeah, yeah, I, I talk about it, but I don't necessarily want to walk it, you know? Yeah, I also like, I mean, yeah, there must be a whole thing where people do it and, and everything, something happens to them. Like, the, you know, like that means, yeah, I mean, I've never thought about it, but that means that some sometimes people do it and at one point they get whipped. At one point they fall. They fall three times. Three times they fall in this 15 stations of the cross. And at one point, which is my favorite station, and I know it's everyone else's favorite station too, it's when Veronica comes. Ah, oh, Veronica. Veronica comes and she has her wet wipe and she wet wipes Jesus's face and all of Jesus's like beautiful highlighter and bronzer comes off on the, on the and it's his whole gorgeous beat. It's the Shroud of Tehran. It's my favorite station. What? Wow. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not necessarily as familiar with this, but I'm glad that tell. you are. <laughs> I'm glad that you are. I feel like I missed that in like, you know, church. I don't know if they were like, here are the five states. I've never even heard it at all. So that's great. I love the, the Catholic, Catholicism, like pageantry. Can I ask a question? So mm -hmm. the whole, like, do you know, like, yeah. How intensely do you know Jesus with the cross going through all of the things? Like, so you, the Christians don't talk about that? No, I mean, they might, but let me tell you, um, other sects of Christianity more so like black people freaking love him being buried and rising on the third day. I mean, we, he has arisen is like a huge, huge thing. So I don't remember being taught about the different ways. In fact, I didn't even know Veronica was a name from the Bible. I thought that Veronica was just a name of any girl who was kind of fast. But it's no. so interesting that they're like, the, she wiped his face and all like, now it's like, oh my God, is, oh my God. Is is that what that scene in Forrest Gump when he's running and some guy throws him a t-shirt and he like wipes his face with the t-shirt and after he sees the t-shirt, it's the smiley face of the of the eighties, which is like the yellow smiley face. And that's how, that became popular. Do you remember that from Farsco? Yes, kind of. Yes. Okay. So is that what they're mimicking? Just like how yeah. Jesus, how just, just someone just wiped Jesus' face and all of a sudden his face is just another piece of paper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This also, is crazy. I mean, you know, yes. Wow. Wow. I mean, I have to look it up. I have to yeah. look it up. There is so much lore where you're like, wait, well, I'm sorry, come again? <laughs> And yeah, yeah, I love it. Okay, I low-key love it. I want to write. I mean, I think it's great. Yeah. Um. So I mean, it is great. Obsessed with it. She, she's like, okay, cool, cool. Can I just like put down this cross though? You know. And he's like, yeah, let's put it down there, hang it out, and then we're gonna go inside and have some fun in his house. <laughs> Honey, break out the wine. I'll tell you one good thing about. Hmm, this is one thing that I love about Antiochian or Byzantine or like old-fashioned Catholic. It's because in Roman Catholicism, a new like white person or whatever, like whatever Western we want to call it, uh, Catholicism, the host is some crazy cracker, right? But I'm a bit, I wanted to see what the Eucharist slash communion slash host looks like uh, when um, Nicola gets it. Because in my church, it is yummy, yummy bread, actual bread. I mean, bread dipped in actual wine. It's sweet wine, but it's wine, tasty wine. And then you could eat it. 
And I just, you can tell that I've always loved food. Okay. Because even like back then I was like, oh honey, can we go to the, the church with the good, with the good Jesus? With the good bread? With the good um, tasting Jesus? Yeah. We, it, ours is Walter's grape and some kind of thin wafer, some kind of thin fake like wafer. Mm. Um, that's, that's the, you know, body of Christ, the host. Um, so they sit down and she's like, Hey, can you order me a coffee? He's like, Misha, you have so many things you want to. And she's like, just go and tell them that they, you would like an Irish cream cappuccino extra hot with whipped cream. And I think it's been like at least 20 years since I've ever heard an, of an Irish cream cappuccino. So like the fact that she could just like get it in Jerusalem or Israel and have it just be like yeah you could just order it i'm like as a as a former starbucks a partner like how would you even make that <laughs> so he he goes and he gets it and then he comes back and this is when he starts to tally what did you think of the tally chris yeah i mean he <laughs> it's very obvious he think that he's a very i can like you know he i don't know it's very obvious that he would do that because i think that he is kind of like a clinical kind of like type a kind of like you know kind of person and so in his mind he yeah i mean he has never been told you can't do that i mean you know what i'm saying like that that kind of stuff is so i get it it's it's kind of like basic human kind of like uh envy kind of like early not mature communication style so it's like it, that is the hard part of him is that he's not had to kind of like be in the grit with someone and learn how to communicate better and like understand that like some things live in your head and you have to let them go. They're not real things that you can actually like verbalize and put against someone because it, because your, your thinking is wrong, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I think that she, you know, she says you're so you were supposed to keep uh, give those things from your heart and never mention it. And so he's like, well, holding hands, check hugging, check kissing check saying i love you check check um and he's like but you don't say it back and she's like no at this point she has a face on her those cheekbones are sucked into the inch of their life and she's like and i was like misha do the right thing apologize and she was like i do apologize if that is the way that you felt because you know that was not my intention um however <laughs> uh i think what it is is and this is what she ends up saying is that it's the annulment that she has a problem with because the truth is it's like even if they're having such a great time i think that he's not going to marry her unless she's able to get her uh marriage annulled and then that's going to be the end of the relationship so i think from her perspective it's like you're doing and saying all these things however there is still a guillotine at the end of the tunnel in which if I give over to you everything, I mean, by the way, you have been kind of a jerk to me, then you are still just going to walk away from this relationship as though the seven years meant nothing simply because of a dumb annulment. But it's important to some people. Yeah, he's lived his life to be a pinnacle of Catholic, you know, piousness. And there are all the rules. He, the thing is, I think that overall, he's like, he, that is going to be the crutch. The funny thing is, I think that he's like, oh, I found a good Catholic woman. But I think that the truth of the matter is the the way of living of the Catholic life can be so strignant. It can be so strict that there is no room for the humanity that exists. And I think that that is one thing that is just the crux of being a human and living in the day to day and with someone else and then like choosing what, what, what is, what is at the end of the day, what can you do? You know, like, and I don't know if Nicola is going to be able to like make the adjustments because what, you know, because fundamental Catholicism is, can you imagine living that way? I mean, out of all of it, I mean, it's just hard. Yeah. It's no, modern I, times. I, I bet it is hard. And he, he is definitely, I think at the extreme end of it to where he's 46 and he's never had love. And, um, you know, he's, he's found it and he's like, well, if I can't get married under the eyes of God, then why would I get married? I might as well just be good with God and just die a virgin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like what an interesting, uh, choice that you have made, but that's how strong his faith is. Anything else about them? 
No, no, no. But let's make a choice for us, which is going to a commercial. Okay. So uh, do you want to go on to Cleo and Christian as our next coops, badoops? Yeah. Let's get it over uh, yeah, it's like, you know, listen, obviously we're high off of this thing where they decided to have an American Thanksgiving for fun, for fun reasons. And I, you know, and um, he, for some reason, just has this, like, utter need to drink in bars and, like, talk to people. And so, and anyone that will, like, give him uh, attention back, usually females, makes him happy. And so we're, like, lambasting him about that. And I also kind of feel like, I, okay, so let me, let's talk about this. Obviously, Cleo's a friend that, like, the friend's already come over and had to deal with the fact that Christian's, you know, and Cleo has, has issues. And so she's been inserted now twice and doesn't know Christian other than the fact that her friend's new boyfriend is sometimes, like, annoying. And so now Christian realizes that he gets to have an awkward Thanksgiving with Cleo and this one person that doesn't really like him. And, you know, whatever food they're cooking. Yeah, he's he's decided that he would like her Jane to give him another chance. And <laughs> so he what he's not expecting is for Cleo to throw him under the bus, in which I think that she did. At this point, I was willing to give her a pass for the first time Jane came over and she was like, I need you to support me. But mm-hmm. at this point, I'm like, unfortunately, um, I see where Christian is coming from as far as feeling like he's being he's been yeah. made to look bad in front of this friend every time which these arguments that they're having or these issues that we're having are definitely between each other and shouldn't have jane there to witness now the way that she dropped cleo dropped the news that yeah well you invited this stranger in a bar it was just like no girl no 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 that i yeah i didn't like that part i didn't like that part yeah you're absolutely right I almost felt like a catty mean girl like i almost felt like where you know like you there's like a bunch of things where it's like it's kind of like you undercut your friend that your friend told you like a secret or something and you it almost felt like that kind of thing where you say it outside and someone's like the fuck you know like that kind of it felt like that like yeah i you know I, i i like cleo and i you know cleo deserves you know cleo demands and needs certain uh um certain things for her to be happy like right she's very she's very into i want to study astrology or i want to know this because it helps me control the situations like that and all of that like she's very into it you know how she controls her surroundings and so at this time i want to be like babe you have to understand that christian's surrounding is your house right now on thanksgiving why the fuck are you making your boo feel so awkward right you why not i don't know Get some other friends over. New people that he hasn't met. Bring some boys and girls. Bring a couple. Don't bring your one weird friend that hates him. Come on. Yeah. And I think at the end of this, he says, like, I feel icky. You're making me feel like I did something wrong. But the truth is, is, like, you feel icky um, because you know you did do something wrong. Like, the truth is, he should not have gone up to that person in the bar and asked them to come. It was inappropriate for him to do. Um but I think that his desire, his like kind of, he didn't stand 10 toes down, but because when something makes him feel like he's the bad guy, he reacts in which he's like, I'm not the bad guy. What I did wasn't bad. As opposed to just being like, you're right. I think maybe, you know, I don't know why I went up to her and I know that it makes you uncomfortable when I just talk to random strangers with or without you. And so I guess it's just like some kind of defense mechanism, but I will do better and I'll figure it out. I am sorry for that. That's not what happened. He tried to like, I don't think I did anything wrong. I'm like, no, which is the problem that you don't think you did anything wrong because you did. I think that he, in his mind, he likes drinking and he likes when he's a little buzzed. And he's already told us that he, I think there's a social thing filled with a little at a bar and people you know it's easier for him to talk to people then he feels like the life of the party i think all of these things are something that feeds a, a part of his personality so to be told that we don't like it when you go to a bar and drink and try and talk to people you know is like it's one of my favorite parts of my personality <laughs> you know like i think that's what's happening a little bit also it's one of my things to do yeah. you know like a little bit it's not this but like it's like it's it i think to him it's like if they were like, mm, can, well, can you not like want to go sing karaoke sometimes? It just, I don't makes me make, make, you'd be like, this, what, but what do you mean I can't, 
but I like it, you know, like, yeah, that might be it. That for sure might be it. Um, he, she then storms off and walks away after Jane leaves. So they let Jane go. And then he's, they're trying to talk about it again. And she's just like, listen, I'm not going to beat the, beat a dead horse with a stick. I'm upsetting you. So I'm going to go upstairs and I don't want to have this conversation anymore. And he turns that to be, well, how can I be in a relationship with someone who doesn't want to like have the conversation with me? And I understand where he's coming from, but also how many times you have to tell somebody, Hey, don't do this thing. It upsets me for them to tr consistently try to defend themselves. Like, I'm not going to talk to you anymore about this subject. Let's move on. Yeah. I think that you're going to have a conversation where there it's like, you know, whether she's a little insecure or she has little issues or whether he is flirting and like, you know, there's a gray line. Um, okay. But I will say this one part is, uh, I will say this too small, smart. A, I do like the fact that she knows that she has to butter the turkey on the inside of the skin. And also B, Cleo at one point is wearing a claw clip that is holding like the back part of her hair that I like don't understand. At one point I'm like, does she just forget it's there? Because I can't imagine what it's actually doing. Like I would get it if she's, if she's cooking and she's like, okay, let's get this hair out of the way. But it's like, there's front pieces of hair that exist. And then just the back part has a clip. <laughs> It was so interesting. Okay, so um, Rosvan and Amanda. Uh -huh. I, again, I just like, every part of her is LOL to me. Okay, so, but basically, this is my favorite part of her. I don't really want to say, I don't care that so much about this. It was all kind of boring, but I will, except for the food and, you know, but one thing that is interesting. So obviously they have to go to the parents' house and, you know, they've been on thin ice, honey. And for some reason she has like, at first she tried to blow up the relationship and now she went as a pendulum to the other side and it's like, we're just hoping to see if we can do it. I'm like, I don't understand what you're holding on for. I thought that you wanted, you obviously wanted to not have to deal with him. It very much felt like you were like, I got to get my rocks off. I'm going to go fuck a person in Budapest for three weeks and then I'm going to break his heart and leave with like no strings attached. And which is what I, you know, like, and go back to my kids. It's what I thought you were going to do. And then somehow she does it and then she's making it even messier. But they go to the parent's house and the parent makes them like, or the mom makes them the yummiest soup and mom wants to eat the soup and so do I. It's like noodles and dumplings. But my favorite part is just this. In every other realm, you would think that she would be sweet, nice, warm, wanting to be lovely in front of them and or showcase that she loves her their son or that she feels like it's sad that he has gone through things. But in every situation, she's like, why didn't your mom like your wife? And then she's like, gets mad at him and like makes it a tense moment in front of his parents because she has no, yeah, she does not feel like she has to impress. And that I think is, an ultimate thing that like to her detriment or to her, to her, whatever, like when you tell me, it's just remarkable for how much I feel in my life that I want everyone to like me, but this girl, it doesn't give a fuck. She does though. And that's what makes it, she doesn't understand that in this moment, she can't get the protection of him from his family. She thinks that somehow he would make it better, I guess, if something were to come out of this. But yeah, she is like, in her confessional, she's like, you don't always find a love like this. And we're like, just two days ago, you were like, this isn't going to work. I'm leaving. Now, here's something that I found out. Now, I'm going to say this is alleged because I don't actually know the source of it. But sources say, allegedly, she was talking to Rosven before her husband actually passed away. That is not what I thought you were going to tell me. I thought you were talking about like the fact that she got arrested when she was 19 for like trying to like beat up someone. I cannot fucking believe what you said that. That's uh crazy. Wow. That is some deep tea. Wow. Yeah. And, and everyone listening. And you're right. She did get into a fight with somebody with like a baseball bat or something when she was 19, which is like, so we know she has emotions and we're just waiting for them to come out now. Rosman is sitting around this dinner table in a kind of funk and the family can see it. And the dad cries when he real, when he, when they talk about how the other wife didn't love him and he is sitting in his power that she was wrong. And what she did with the other day was crazy because he, he, she's like, well, don't you think we're made for each other? And he's like, you said through two days ago, we weren't made for each other. So smile and eat your soup because I haven't forgotten that. I love this man. I mean, no, but he is, okay, I don't love this man, but he's actually such a great character on the show because 
yeah, he deserves it. He's really emoting and he's really feeling and, you know, like whether some things are fake or not, I, I, I like can put my lock and stock in this man. I like his decisions so far. I mean, you know, he's trying his best and, you know. Yep. Yeah, he absolutely is. And she has the audacity and I don't know how true this is, but I didn't get this vibe to tell his mother that her kids are so good and well-behaved that it's easy to raise them. Now, I don't know if this is true or not, but based on the little snippets of what I got, I don't know if that is true. Maybe to her it is. Um, but the language that they're speaking is beautiful. I know it. Yeah, it's, let's talk. Yes, you wrote it down here. It's so funny. Yeah, I thought the same thing. Doesn't it sound like Russian Italian? Yes. Very. There's a, ta- yes, it's, yes. It sounds <laughs> Italian. So it's, obviously romantic. It has to be a romantic based language. It's like gorgeous though. Yes, it's gorgeous. And I'm also like, is he Croatian then? You know what? Rothman really confuses me because he has such Latino island like looks to me that I just didn't know that there are folks in his part of the world that look like him. He doesn't look Eastern European to me. He looks like he's about to sing suavamente. Yeah. You know, uh, it's, yeah, you know, yeah. Russia is so good. So big. And obviously it hits Asia in such a way that like, there's so many beautiful Russian Asian looking people, you know, mm-hmm. like in what you would assume, you know, like, or whatnot. It's so, um, but so Croatia is like, you're right. Yeah. But they're so, in Budapest. No, they went to Croatia to see his family. He's in Budapest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like it's, you know, it's we don't very know. interesting. Maybe yeah. he's like, maybe he's from like a lineage of folk that like have interesting bloodlines. He's just beautiful. So uh yeah, I, I don't have anything else to say about them. Yeah, I just feel like the mom I, I like I'm honestly this, I just love the fact that the mom and the dad picked up on the on how Amanda is not it. Then then not just to say much. That dad's like, ugh, the energy between them? Absolutely not. And also, low-key, I thought it was interesting that they were like, oh, the problem with his ex-wife is that she didn't love him enough. Because low-key, Amanda doesn't love him. Amanda loves herself. Um, that's all I have to say about them, too. Okie dokie. Let's move on to Dempsey and Statla. Ooh, honey, look at you doing your bullet points. I mean, I had to like, I know. I love it. She just In her notes. had the crazy ass conversation with these folks. And I just had to like do it verbatim. So, you know, there might be a little bit of acting in this episode. If you Maybe a little to- accent work. Who you? Yeah. Do some acting and, and, you know, let's, let's play the scene out. Um, so Statler uh, is getting ready to go meet her friends and she's in the mirror doing something with her hair. And as we see later on, when she's actually meeting the friends, she didn't do anything to it. In in fact, like nothing happened. And I was like, what is happening? What is she doing? Uh, (laughs) uh, They take a red van to Newcastle to meet her friends and uh, they sit down and start talking immediately. And the friend is like, well, what are you guys going to do for her birthday? And awkwardly, Statler's like, well, it's a secret, a surprise, but I've planned um, a trip to Edinburgh. So, and they're like, oh, lovely, lovely. What are you going to do there? And she's like, have lots of sex. (laughs) It's like, ma'am, you just met these people. Don't tell them how you're going to like, finger their friend immediately you know i know i know i know i yeah they make fun of her the way she says edinburgh you know i don't think it's and so you know you know i had to do it i had to learn how to say this horrible word but it's literally this is how they made me say it bra it's bra at the end like b-r-a edinburgh i hate it i don't think it should be right i don't think it's right but i'm not uk so i just will defer but i yeah so the way that she said it was also wrong for them. They like laughed their little like titties off. <laughs> um, I love these friends. They're so these, yeah. Th- uh, they love Dempsey and Dempsey looks gorgeous. I also think like Statler's hair looks gorgeous. I don't know what she did. Maybe she just put some product in and squeezed honey, but like, you know, the mm. curls are curling, but yeah, we get classic Statler where she has her like very, you know, terse stated way she talks, which is awkward for the sake of being awkward but also maybe like her personality and she does it and people laugh so people are like (laughs) 
but it's almost like they don't know is this a is this is this a bit is this what it always is and uh, so then at one point like after this conversation where it's just like really awkward she leaves like goes to the bathroom and they're like Dempsey's like do you like her and they're like uh is this real how do you think i don't know we can't we can't tell what just happened is this a real person i mean you know yeah every you know wait a minute (laughs) wait do you want to do the lines no i want you no i think that you're really good at it i had to do both people oh sorry do you want okay i'll be them okay so you're the uh the dashes Well, having sex is the only thing I'm good at. That's not the only thing you're good at. I'm really good at it. (laughs) Why do you say that? Because I've had lots of it. So you're very open sexually. Absolutely. Sex clubs, threesomes, all of that. (laughs) They just, I wrote, British lesbians shock silence. silence. <laughs> Dempsey and I don't, I don't know if they're lesbians, so I don't want to put that out there. But these women are just like crickets, crickets. And, it, and she's like, I got to go pee. I got to go to the bathroom. Number one, not <sighs> number two. Yeah. Okay. Two, a couple of things. A, I'm like, okay. A, she obviously, okay. Sex feeds her. It's very obviously that sex feeds her, attention feeds her, connection feeds her, love feeds her, intimacy feeds her. She's very proud of the fact that she is a pee magnet and has been the entire time. I can't tell if this like almost like Jasmine level of like always talking about sex to in, in appropriate situations, people don't know her. Like, is it, yeah, is what what is it? Because it almost it feels the same way where you're like, listen, listen, you just met these people. Also, these people are your loved one's friends. And so I don't understand if you're just meeting someone that you want to impress or your loved one's friends, like, would you want your loved one to be with like literally someone who doesn't care them about about them at all except to fuck their, you know, dead body? Like it sounds like you're you sound like you can't wait to fuck her dead body. I mean, come on, like what's one like let's talk about her eyes. Let's talk about the fact that you're gonna like take her to a birthday and want to make her like if she, if Statler was a man, it wouldn't be the, it'd be the exact same. It's like, this is a whole person. Like, with, and also her friends don't fuck her. So her friends love her. Well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they're lesbians and maybe they have. So I don't want to put that on them. But, you know, usually when you're meeting people that love you, someone that you love, the experience of them loving that person is for so many other reasons than their body or sex. Yeah. You know, and so like you usually have to connect with those things because that's what they connect over. That like that's why they love that person. So it's so weird and off-putting if you can't do that. If it's just like, oh, I just think of them as a sex, as like talk sex, sex. I like sex. They like sex. Can't wait to take them to sex clubs. Can't wait to put a noose around her neck and just like you know like choke her when I'm having sex with her. You're just like, uh, you know, okay, ooh, you know, I just all of it. It's it's off-putting. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it is off-putting. Statler's crazy. And then Dempsey also is like, she wants to move in with me. And everyone is just like, that's too fast. That's too fast. And Statler's like, it's typical lesbian stuff. So she's right. Do you like, uh, she's not wrong. She's not wrong. The friend's like, do you want to move here for Dempsey? Or do you want to move here just because you wanted to be here? And she's like, no, I hate this place. It's miserable. It's cold. I don't want to be here but I will for her, which sounds so crazy to me because you love British women, but Mm -hmm. you don't actually want to live there. You don't want to live in England. I didn't know that. And also don't shit on the place that they live because they actually love the miserable place that's cold. And just because you love somebody staying in a place that you're miserable in is not going to make that relationship work. So, so much of what Statler said in that moment just gave us like a solid, and gave her friends, Dempsey's friends, a solid idea of Statler and who she is yeah i completely i mean yeah i completely agree um yeah it's it's all it's 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 still back to this crux also that statler thinks that it's not too fast that they are on a normal timeline and or they're on the timeline of lesbians i can't quite tell you know like what you know and so they really have to come to an understanding 
over this. Like Statler gets in the car and then Statler like pleads her case. She's like, look, I want a clingy girlfriend. I want someone who wants to be around me all the time. That's what I think love is. I don't understand a world in which if you like someone or love someone or want to be with someone that you don't want to be with them most of the time, all of the time. Like, you know, like, you know, and she is, and I mean this, obviously that is her point of view and she's, and people feel that way. And there's parts of what she's saying that we are getting, we're like, yeah, well, obviously it makes it, it, it would feel bad truly also if you were in love with someone and that person didn't want to spend any time with you it would be weird so it's like the balance i guess is a little maybe off well yeah i got this quote from a movie and a man said it and i don't remember what movie and if the man was horrible you forgive me but she is a stage five clinger and it's kind of off-putting for me so they they get ready they're going to wait you know what that is babe no i know what i know what movie that is what do you know it? what it is? Tell me. I know. I can't wait. Honey, I shrunk the kids. No. No. Uh... Okay. I think I'm right. So ready? But I think it is. It's Jersey okay. Shore. <laughs> I've never watched that. Maybe I just heard it. Uh, oh, I think it's, think of Polly D being like, it's a stage five clinger. You know, like that is what I think that is. Oh my God. That's so funny. Stage and when you said movie, I was like, five clinger. clinger. I've, I've, uh, stage five clinger. I think I, my guess is Polly D from Jersey Shore. Oh, apparently it's from Wedding Crashers. Oh, wait. Wedding Crashers, that happened after? Yeah, it says, what movie is Stage 5 Clinger from? Wedding oh, Crashers. Oh, okay. Maybe, I, okay. Did I, I feel like I've only seen that once. So <laughs> that is hilarious. But so they go to Scotland, which is no longer a surprise anymore because she told the friends and then they uh, get there. It's a castle and they take a bowl of bath in the castle bathtub. Okay. You want to move on? Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry, baby. I like this whole time. I'm like, okay. So Jersey Shore, 2010 episode. He talks about a stage five clinger. I mean, I'm literally like, I'm saying, okay, yeah, let's move on. So, uh, you know, and also let me say this. I guess I want to move on, but also I do want to have sex in a Edinburgh castle. I mean, you know. Who would didn't? Who doesn't? Okay. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Just, who okay, I hate this. Jasmine, I know. I don't I don't mean to be like whatever, but I actually hated this whole segment so much. I, I oh, you hated oh, it because so you thought fake. It was, Oh, so where did it start? All these fights just took me out. I don't remember where I got that from. Um, so Gino has a bunch of bags with him as he's just walking around with Jasmine and, um, then this is after their huge blow up. So he's like, you're, you're sitting there telling me that you cheated with your ex and it was good. <laughs> but that's just Jasmine. She gets really upset and she says things that she doesn't mean. So at this point I wrote down G was being abused. Like she is crazy. She's stormed off. She's sitting outside. He comes over with all these fucking bags. And he's trying to, you know, make it work. He's like, but, you know, but if I don't try to make it work with Jasmine, I'll regret it for the rest of my life. Um, yeah. But then she freaks out and she's like, I want to be more than your family. And I don't, I don't understand. And she's like, yeah, he's like, equal before marriage, e equal be before marriage. <laughs> she's like, I don't give a shit. I want to be number one now. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's just, it's hard because... I'm like, okay, but I also really wish that you just like would take this energy and be like, are those kids in your life, number one? Oh, why? Well, why didn't want to look at, why doesn't want to look at the screen anymore? Why doesn't want to have any association with that shade? But that's, wow. that's wow. what I, I, I think that that's unfortunately hardcore what my soul screams. And the other thing is, this is fake. This is fake. God, I wish they would just like not have their big blow. Like, I don't like the fact that producers are like, oh, okay, we're going to have a big fight that just happens between them. I just like, can't you get someone else involved? Can't you get his ex to come back in? Or can't you get Dane to make an appearance? Like, I don't understand why we have to have like fake fights. Can't you just give us a little more like stage something, get someone involved, not just like a horrible acted scene between an over the top Jasmine in a I mean, comatose Gino, you know, and I just like all of it is just like annoying to watch. And yeah, like when she's screaming about how she needs to be important in his life, I again, I, I, I just am like, 
come correct. Are you coming correct? Um, yeah, I, I have a hard time judging Jasmine and her children's situation because I feel like it's a double standard with men and women. Like a man could fully just abandon his children and society as a whole would be like, oh, you know, it's mom's job. And so I, my thing with her is that her levels are just all the way up or like kind of up. Like it's never just like down and chill. It's like, what is she, what is she like in the morning? What is she like, like while she's drinking her coffee is what I want to know. What does that stage look like? Um, and she says a thing that I did not expect. It was a shocker and a plot twist for me. Like when she's like, I think we should break up. I don't think, you know, I don't want to, I can't survive in this relationship any longer. Just pick up your things. That's it. I'm breaking up with you. <laughs> and so like, I was like, I was, it was riveting for me. I loved this episode. Oh, oh. <gasps> Chris. What? Yeah, I loved it. And I loved it. I was wanting to put in our group chat, like, oh my God, anybody watch B90? It's so good. It's so good. Um, so I'm sad that you don't think that it was good and you don't think, at least you were going to get caught up in the lies, but he's like, I think I should probably go. And so <laughs> he walks away. Um, but he has intentions on trying to get back with her. So I don't quite understand. It's like, she finally gave him what he's been alluding to that if you don't straighten up and fly right, then we're going to break up. So she breaks up with him and he's like, well, I, you know, I don't, I don't want to go right now, but you know, J Jasmine doesn't seem to want to make amends. But, you know, I, that makes me think, it's like, how, how much does she really love me? I love, I, yeah, I just, I wonder if she's like, how she's done the math in her mind. Like, okay, well, one time she made, she, he bought a Titelego land and that was at least $20,000, you know, like, and so I'll live in this apartment for one, two, you know, just like, I just like, it's so funny, but at the same time, I, I do think this is fake. And so that's why I wasn't as maybe as shocked with you with her saying that I just sort of felt like, okay, so that they can take it on one more they get because they need to go to the next episode and then they're going to have maybe, you know, make up in the next episode. Maybe he'll give her the money because, you know, she got to like, you know, play chicken or play that chicken. Is that what you chicken? Chicken, play, ch playing chicken is when you yeah, like- Yeah, you're right, it is chicken. Yeah. Yeah. She, I think that she's, I think that that's what it is. She's like, all right, bitch. Come right at me, bitch. You, we will both drive our cars and we will see who will turn first. And I will tell you right now, I would never play chicken with that. Like, I mean, obviously she'll, yeah. she'll never turn. She'll just kill herself and in, in, to make a point. <laughs> I know it. I know flame. it. Fire yeah, yeah, yeah. So, honey, I, I would just be like, mm, yeah, you know, so, um, but I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't date her. But do you know, you know, do you know, has uh, had himself this uh, this moment in his life and he can't get out of it. We have like one person. Oh, yeah, yeah, I just don't get it. Like, and listen, I, I know this is the call out for a lot of women around the world, but I only imagine the reason why a woman wouldn't have sex with her husband is because he doesn't turn her on or he doesn't do what's right in bed. Now, Gino does not turn on Jasmine and he does not do what's right in bed. And so the fact is, is that his libido can't keep up to what she wants. And so the fact that she broke up with him is not shocking to me at all. And so the fact that it's shocking to him is crazy because I'm like, sir, you are not having the sex. God, and nor are you giving money. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not having sex with her, but you're also not giving her the money she wants. She, if she wants, yeah. And so, like, r really, the truth is, why are you here? That's how I feel. Yeah, I mean, I, I it's just, this is obviously a transactional relationship. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I mean... And we could, I guess, talk on some level most relationships might be. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But at the same time, this is. This is an actual, like, this is not even a debate. It is. So, and he's not giving his, he's, he's not doing what he's supposed to do. <laughs> she has a, he's a hot piece who, like, fixed her face so that she can look great on TV. She, I mean, yeah, she literally was like, buy me hair. And he's like, no, here, one hair. <laughs> which is so funny <laughs> so funny <laughs> one little strand of hair one little like extension i just like you know uh he's like let, let me see if jasmine want let me see how if jasmine's gonna let me see i took a, I took a picture of that 
Oh no! Why, Jesus, you really are like, why what the hell are you just like channeling? Why, why? Don't even with your mouth okay. do that. No, <laughs> you don't even think you can see. You can't even see what this woman's doing. Like, okay, her, yeah. she's to- holding like her eyes. I know she's. I know. I was like, I want to describe for the feed that Wa is doing a very obviously she makes a good uh, Gino sound, but then the face that she was making was disgusting. <laughs> At one point, I'm like, is, does, is Wong going to, like, show me her feet right now? And they're going to be, like, in... Okay. She just, like, somehow channeled his, like, sandals on her feet. <laughs> well, um, uh, but I think we're done with them, right? Yeah, let's let's move on to, you know, our little happy couple. Hmm, Eartha Kit and, and David. David. Uh, so they have their full freaking getaway planned. I'm so ex- excited for them. They're signing furiously at each other. Then they go snorkeling, <laughs> and, and she tells a story where she looks so cute while she's like, "The sharks would eat me." I like know. Her, it was the cutest little exchange that ever of her just describing how she's scared and like whatnot, and her just spelling things out when she doesn't know the sign of the word. It is just so cute. It's it's finally nice to see her happy some somewhat. She's happy. She's happy. They're communicating in a very authentic way, you know. And maybe think like, okay, if I don't know sign language, like, but I know the person well, like, if you and I were on a boat and we couldn't talk, could I have the same kind of conversation with you? Where could I be like? <sighs> And then be like, you know, like, and then would you? And by the way, if and only Patreon just, knows what I just did, and it's a bunch of sounds if you just heard me, but it's like, you know, me miming, like, I might be scared of sharks. You know, like, would Wa know? I think Wa would. Might be scared is do might be scared again. No, that's not what you did just now. What you did just now. What you did just now was. Okay. So okay. we need to come up with a better, Oops. I might be scared because I'm telling you right now, I'm across that boat. And I don't know what's happening. You do this to me, I'd be like, a gate? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, that. <laughs> that. Swim. Okay, swim. swim. <laughs> and then shark. Got you. Got you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, the answer is yes. Not. <laughs> yeah. Now I would be able to understand her because the full <laughs> I I would really be trying was uh, was not this was like I was like a gate, a gate closing. What? <laughs> the bridge? Oh, you know, yeah. You do you know the sign language in? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I know how to say hi. My so hi. My name is Chris. Yeah. So for me, I would spell Wahima, and then I would do like this. What the I hell is that? Have, well, because I used to have dreads, and so I worked with a uh, a, a deaf uh, partner at Starbucks, and so <laughs> he told me he was like, "Well, let's make your name this," and I was like, "Cool." So it's a W, but I had dreads, and so he's like, or like, yeah. So I already have one. My name in sign language is this, so I would I would do this, and then I would say, "Oh, this looks like a dangly earring." I like. Okay, so let's go back to them. Obviously, he's been very excited for it. And so I now also know the word for propose because he keeps doing it, which is he keeps doing this. Yes. I just can't wait for the moment where I'm, you know, and so I'm like, honey, yeah, like, get get me that propose. Yeah. Yep. 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 No, you're right. It was, I have pictures though. So you talk. Let me, let me show you the pictures. Okay. So, you know, again, so, so, so thankful that out of the you know that Sheila again just lost her goddamn mom. I can't believe it. I feel so bad, but at the same time, I'm I am effortlessly joyful to watch her experience a resort in every way. I love her rooms. I love when she you know I love the fact that she gets to spend some time here. I love her going to dinner. But yeah, snorkeling is really cute. Again, they get to talk. Um, but yeah, they go to this dinner, and uh, she's like, "Have you ever had you know a date like this before?" He's like, "No." You know, and then um, he, she's like, do you want something to drink? Now he orders wine and then he then, for some reason, pours a little bit of wine into her glass. And I was like, 
why that's first of all most of it spills and so a billion things happen there i'm like no just either get her, her own wine or just sip from the glass like why is that happening but that happens they hate the wine they do not like the wine i wonder what kind of wine it was you know i was just like can i see the bottle i like i'm fascinated you know he liked it she did it so in my mind it was because she's never had any wine and mm. so she, he gave her a little bit for her to try in another cup which is weird he should just pass it and she was like no i don't like wine which i recall the first the first time i tasted wine i was like what is this i truthfully expected it to still taste like some form of a grape and it didn't mm -hmm. so i could understand if she's it like no i drink beer <laughs> i drink beer i don't drink wine yeah um but he starts off sitting and he's like this right because i couldn't recall what he looked like and what feels like five seconds later it's like a torrential downpour and this man has been sweating from the from the top to the bottom so i don't know how long it's been i don't know how it like this the heat hit him but it, but when she started crying and got upset this is when he started sweating because he didn't know if she was going to say yes to the proposal so they do a cheers and he gets up to cheers her and she's confused as to what the hell he's doing and so are we and shortly after this if you're watching on patreon you can see the sweaty picture of him he gets on one knee and he pops the question and she can't take it i mean could you imagine this is a fairy tale for her i, know. I wish that some man would fly in from somewhere take me to a resort on Hilton Head, South Carolina, or somewhere, and then like do everything for me. We go snorkeling, we have a lovely day, and then there's a full ass camera crew following us. So not only is this happening to me, now I'm popular. Also, national television of America, my proposal was on. And so I am so happy. Hello, my name is Sheila, AKA Filipina Eartha Kit. Yeah, also they low key killed her mom, you know. I mean, everything you said is true, but also he did that time, not. He didn't. They, do I said they. Oh, okay, but also this is what she looked like. She was the yeah. happiest I have yes. quite literally ever seen her. Yeah, you know, and they didn't allegedly they kill her. I'm just saying, you know, all those people going up and down those stairs. That's what I'm obviously saying. But yeah, uh, I agree. I, I'm so happy for her. I, 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 you know, it made me the best part was watching her enjoy all of this. Like, you know, it, and it's, you know, okay, this is, oh God. You know, like the, the thing about like going in like the Disneyland for the, you know, with your kids and like seeing, you know, like it's always fun to see someone enjoy life or enjoy some their surroundings. And like, you know, I've never been to that beautiful resort, but I definitely know what it's like to like, you know, go to a, a restaurant, you know, and uh, by the way, I just love the fact that the waitress came and it was like chicken wings and a ribeye steak. <laughs> I know. I said chicken wings. You chicken are wings. You are comfortable with that man to be able to be like, like that is comfort. I can't. I would never order chicken wings unless I listen. We've we've done everything we needed to do, and now like whatever you see me do is fine. It should be fine. Uh, she's like, babe, is this real? Is it happening? Slap me. And he's like, no, I'm not gonna slap you. But this is real. <laughs> so so cute too. So he picks her up. He carries her off to the room, and then he drops her on the bed. And he turns around. And he closes those blinds, girl. And it ended on a good note. Yeah, she, 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 we, we do need her. We, I feel, you know, we, she has expressed a little uh, discomfort in certain areas uh, because of his massiveness. What? I'm sorry. What are you gonna say? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, she doesn't. She doesn't. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I wish the best for her, and uh, listen, I want the best for her always. You know, but uh, we're just gonna have to, like, you know, let her find some room to uh, acquiesce and grow in herself. Um, God bless her so much, honey. I, I don't, you know, my, my heart, my heart is with her, honey. She needs more wine to relax. Um, Woo! You guys, that's it for the show. Chris, you have anything else to say? No, but I just, you know, I, I love that you loved, I love that we are doing this uh, podcast. I love when we have different uh, opinions. So I love the fact that you, A, enjoyed the episode and that you, Gino and Jasmine really got you. And then I think it's adorably charming to, to think of your face being so shocked when Jasmine was like, no, let's break up. Like you being like, wait, what? <gasps> no. This kid, they wouldn't what? Like, I love the idea of you just be taken out by it. I was tooketh out. Okay. Out it. Yeah. It was like plot twist. And after that, I didn't take any, any more notes. So what I ended up having to do today 
was like finish like rewatch the back half of it because my mind blew up after that and I didn't remember anything that happened I didn't even remember Sheila and the proposal so I'm glad I went back in (laughs) because I couldn't concentrate uh but it was so good okay you guys so if you would like to support your girls and give us you know help us to you know, hire folks to edit for us and to do our social media, then you can do so by joining us on patreon.com slash docusweeties. You get a live every first Monday of the month, which is coming up this Monday, September 4th. You also get um, the episode one hour, uh, one, 24 hours or one day before the rest of the world. And any fun little tidbits that we've got going on, you know about as well. But if you cannot afford to do that and you would like to support your girls in another way, Chris will show you or tell you how. I would, you know, suggest if you want, no pressure, to follow us on the social medias. We exist on Instagram. We are at DocuSweeties. We are on TikTok at DocuSweeties. We are on X slash Twitter at DocuSweeties1. And we have a Facebook group called the DocuSweeties Podcast Group. Um, that all exists. And of course, if you haven't yet, consider giving us five stars We uh, or stars or review us, you know, in some sort of reviewing situation, which would be lovely and help us and share us. If you are any sort of like boards or forums where we talk about pop culture and Sunday stuff and you have enjoyed our, our, our things, don't, you know, don't keep us, don't gatekeep us. Share us with your friends. All right, you guys. So we'll talk to you later. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.